Welcome back. My name is Steve, the founder of English and Go. Once again, Germany, like many other places in Europe, is back into a version of lockdown due to the continued spread and effects of COVID-19. Interestingly, most of China, where the coronavirus emerged late last year, is not. For them, life is pretty much back to normal. We hope to join them soon. Still, it is almost Christmas, and that means that things are slowing down, and I have a little bit more time. Hence, today's podcast. As mentioned in the previous podcast, I want to examine more positive things. So please, let me start out by thanking our newest listeners in Senegal, Poland, Russia, and Mongolia. We really appreciate you listening. So today we want to look at a couple of expressions in English that can be applied to the year 2020 or perhaps the holiday season. Some of them will be positive, others eh, maybe not so much. Let's get started. The first expression is out in the cold, which is a pretty good expression to use in winter as it is easy to imagine a person outside in the cold. However, when people use the expression, they mean something a little different. They mean to be outside of a group or outside of a situation. Maybe they missed something important and they need to be caught up. Or maybe people didn't tell them on purpose. For example... My friends got together last week, but nobody bothered to tell me, so of course I missed it. Apparently, they even agreed to meet up again in June, when I'll be stuck at work. I really feel left out in the cold this time. The opposite of out in the cold is, well, home and dry which is also pretty easy to understand. This expression is quite old. It's a sailor's term. It comes from the era of sailing, or more recently, let's say fishing. Rocking back and forth in a little wooden boat on a rough sea in the dark of night is a cold and wet experience. Many a fisherman or sailor has dreamed of being home and dry, while on the waves. Around Christmas, this expression often takes on a more sentimental meaning, as people want to get home, they want to spend time with their family. Anyone who has heard the song, Driving Home for Christmas, can certainly understand this, because people very much want to be home and dry, on Christmas. Nevertheless, today the expression mostly means to get out of trouble, or maybe to avoid getting into trouble, by making a good decision. So I heard that my roommate and all his friends got busted by the police for breaking quarantine last night. They all got a fine of 150 bucks each. 
I was home and dry, of course. So yeah, I'm pretty happy I stayed in. The third expression is quite a bit different. It is a shot in the arm. To many people today, this probably sounds pretty bad, as most of us would think of a gunshot to the arm, which would be terrible. However, this phrase comes from just after World War II, around the 1950s. It actually refers to getting a vaccine or perhaps an antibiotic, such as penicillin or ampicillin. In those days, antibiotics and vaccines against horrible diseases like mumps or smallpox were given by injections into the arm. Injection is kind of a long word, so it was shortened to shot. In British English, they call it a jab, J-A-B. Today, we take most of our antibiotics by pills or tablets because they have been powdered and can be made into pills or tablets. This is convenient, but it is technically challenging to reliably produce. This is why, when a medication is brand new, it is still usually given by an injection or a shot. You can easily see, by looking at the new coronavirus vaccines being rolled out, they are, in fact, shots given in the arm. Hence the term, a shot in the arm. It's used to promote something good. It's like a bonus or a power boost. Unsurprisingly, this phrase is back in vogue. Lately, I've heard economists, financial talking heads, and other media professionals using this phrase a lot. The approval of the German-American vaccine is a real shot in the arm against coronavirus. I wonder if they realize that they are making a pun. The last expression we will look at is this. Every dark cloud has a silver lining. Often, this is shortened to just silver lining. What this expression means is that although things can be bad, for example, dark clouds in the sky, there are usually some positives that can be found. 2020 was, without a doubt, a terrible year for most people. And now that it's almost over, perhaps now we can start looking for some silver linings. If you are struggling to find any this lonely Christmas time, consider these two. For ten of the world's richest people, 2020 was a great year. According to Americans for Tax Fairness, ten billionaires saw their wealth jump by more than $400 billion in 2020. To put this number in some context, this is more than the state budgets of Texas, Florida, and Georgia, three U.S. states with a total population of more than 60 million people.
Obviously, I am encouraged by all this accumulation of new wealth, because it shows that for those who have the most, they did not have to suffer like the rest of us. Alternatively, if we think about animals, we're confronted with the fact that many city and national zoos, from Ireland to Germany to Canada, they were forced to relocate their animals, or even permanently close, due to coronavirus. Because if people cannot buy tickets to the zoo, the zoo cannot make any money to care for their animals. Now, considering that zoos often house more of certain animals than actually exist in nature, this is actually a big loss. However, we're looking for silver linings. While you and I were forced to stay home, we were not allowed to travel, even to the next city. Cher, the American singer and actress, flew back and forth by private jet to Bangladesh, Cambodia, and the U.S. to help relocate one lonely elephant. How's that for a silver lining? I'm happy for the poor elephant, of course. No one wants to be stuck alone in a Pakistani prison. And I can understand that for Cher, it was probably quite enjoyable being able to jet around the world that was mostly locked down. That must have been very satisfying for her. Still, I really don't think this was the best way to protect biodiversity. Consider that the San Diego Zoo is very close to where Cher lives. And the San Diego Zoo actually works to protect many endangered species. They would have been thrilled to accept Cher's help. Think global, but act local. Perhaps we should support our local charities and our local protection programs. I think this can make a real difference. Hmm. These are not really very inspiring stories, are they? Let me try again by zooming down to a more normal level of life. In 2020, many English and Go customers made real efforts to continue working with us despite COVID-19. Customers moved to various online platforms or created large space zones where we could physically meet. Our customers changed their lesson times and even their meeting days. We are very, very grateful for your efforts. So please accept my sincerest thank you for working with us. Thanks to our customers' efforts and their willingness to work with us, 2020 was a lot better than it looked like it was going to be around April. So for our customers, we really appreciate your trust and your confidence. I think that most of us can probably agree that 2020 was not really the best year. 
but perhaps it helped some of us to look at our lives and understand what is truly important. I have certainly made changes in 2020, and some of them, I think, are for the better. I hope that you have also found some silver linings in your own lives as well. Being forced to see things differently or do things differently can be helpful. And I hope that those listening to this podcast, you had more time to spend with your family or your children or reconnect with old friends. Happily, 2020 is almost over. Vaccines against the coronavirus are rolling out. Trump lost the U.S. election, and winter is going to come to an end in just a couple of months. Perhaps we can see these as some silver linings. Or, to use yet another expression, although it is kind of dark and dim right now, we really can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Again, my name is Steve, the founder of English and Go, an English-language teaching company located in Osnabrück, Germany. And I hope you enjoyed this short podcast about some English expressions. Why not say hello? Please visit www.englishandgo.de and click the word contact. We'd love to hear from you. And happy holidays.